Hey guys, I'm Jess. And I'm Nate. And we are going to tell you all the things you really want to hear. Four teens. So if there's anything that we haven't talked about yet or questions that you have that you'd like to know about, let us know by emailing us at realadvice4teens at gmail.com. And that's the number four. So once again, realadvice4teens at gmail.com. We're back. Well, I mean, it's been forever. We we intended to do this every week. <laughs> Sorry it didn't work out that way. Yeah, but here we are. Season two. Yeah, this is actually one year from when we started the podcast initially, which is crazy. So we so did 20 crazy. episodes in season one, so I guess we'll... Start with season two and keep this thing going as long as we can. Yeah, and I can even name season two, episode one. I didn't forget what it was. <laughs> You've Next done that week, plenty of times. I'll probably forget. So you might have noticed that there's a little, I don't know what do you call it, a little intro song or jingle or whatever. Um, our son wrote that or created that or made that up. And played it. And played it yes. and we recorded it and then put it on there we thought it was kind of fun kind of cool yeah nate said to him hey we're gonna start a podcast again and i need you to make something up on the piano so could you do that right now <laughs> and they were a little more somber songs not depressing songs but just more not upbeat and then he said what about on the guitar can i do it on the guitar so yeah he, he made that up well I think he had made it up before, but he played it for us today. He's a he's a he's a musical phenom, I think. Like, yeah, at least compared to me, the best I can do as far as music goes is turn on the radio. So, it's true. Nate has no musical <laughs> talent. I thought you would if you tried. Yeah, well, Lancer's good enough at it that I don't need to worry. So, yep. It's true. All right. So we wanted to talk about why we're even doing this podcast. Like, what is the purpose of it? Why do we start doing this? And then relate it to you guys. Well, and we've talked about that a little bit before. Um, comes down to the fact that, you know, if you forgot, we're both teachers. Um, we've both taught forever. No, not really. Lots more time left to go. I just finished my sixth year. And I just finished my eighth year. <laughs> yes, eighth year. But we were doing it because we love, honestly, just love kids, especially teenage kids. I feel like, and again, I think we've mentioned this before, but you guys are misunderstood. Um, some of the coolest experiences that I've had is with students and unless you really take the time to look at teenagers for who they are and who they can be, they're just the annoying loud kids making noise at the grocery store or something, right? <laughs> hiding in the toilet paper. Or... Hiding in the toilet paper aisle. <laughs> That's when kids see Jess, they hide from her. Whatever. They don't <laughs> hide from me. They run up and say hi. Most of the time. Most of the time. Sometimes they hide. Sometimes they hide. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So we're doing it because we go, we love you guys, but also because we really were teenagers once. Long. <laughs> a long, long time ago. Long time ago. But for and the we... most part, I think Jess and I have had some experiences that luckily I don't think a lot of people have to 
go through. I mean, for lack of a better way to put it, I mean, I, I was a hellion. I, I really was. I'm, <laughs> I'm the bane of most teachers' existence when I was in their class. Yeah, and I got kicked out. I remember my eighth grade English class. I think she kicked me out like every day. I'm sure it wasn't every day, but it felt like it. I had to sit in the hallway all the time. And even in high school, they would send me out in the hallway. And I just, I don't know. I've talked to other teachers and they've said like, wow, you're nice when I say what I'm going to do for a student. And I'm like, you know, I really wish that a teacher would have cared about me when I was that age. I wish someone would have cared about me other than like my parents because they did care but I just wish there were other adults that like believed in me and I had I did have a fantastic teacher and that's why I'm a teacher but I think that's a lot of our reason for doing this is we didn't have people that really I don't know believed in us maybe Thought or, we were going to do good things in life. <laughs> or at least didn't make you feel like it. I yeah. I know that there are a lot of teachers out there, especially ones that we work with, that sometimes they get bad raps from students, but I know that they care deeply. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jess and I have just been, honestly, for lack of a better way to put it, blessed with the ability to connect with kids just differently. So, Yeah. Yeah, and that's why we do this because, I mean, a lot of teenagers, they don't, want to talk to their parents and they don't probably don't know who to go to for advice unless it's like their best friend and let's be honest do a lot of teenagers have great advice well it's the analogy that i've thought of many times is like if you're a teenager and you're getting advice from a teenager it's like you're all in the same boat because you're all the same age kind of going through the same stuff Mm -hmm. and if you're all in the exact same boat and the boat's proverbially sinking how can you give advice to somebody you know, who's in a sinking ship if they're in the ship themselves. Yeah. So hopefully we can come at it from a perspective of, yeah, we survived that. We've been through it. Um, and to give you some, some perspective, like, like, like I said, guys, I, I was bad. Like in sixth grade, I taped a needle to my teacher's chair. And I'm not talking <laughs> like, like the... not like a syringe, but like an actual like sewing needle. Like and... this song. That song, what is it? Taped attack to teacher's chair. The Christmas one. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, vaguely. Somebody somebody's told on me or something like that. Yeah, somebody snitched on me. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to sing it. Wasn't a, it wasn't attack. Um, and, and from what I understand, he sat on it. I was, I was bad. And you know what, though? That's the other thing is when kids are acting that way, it's never coming from a position of a kid just saying, I'm going to be a jerk. I'm going to cause as many problems as I can. It's really frustration and angst or anger or whatever coming out through action. And usually that comes from home life or being bullied or whatever. But the thing is, is especially as a teenager, you guys don't know how to express emotions very accurate and adequately. You know, you learn that as you get older. Well, and that's not your No, it's not. That's how your brains are developed and all the hormones and all the things going on in there. And once you start reacting from your emotional brain, it's really hard to think with your logical brain. I mean, I even do that. There are times that I'm 
being ridiculous and I'm getting upset and I know I'm being ridiculous. I know I am, but I can't stop what I'm doing until something snaps me out of it. And it's like, why do I do that? Well, and that's because that part of your brain, the emotional part of your brain can't, it it doesn't have any um, verbiage attached to it. Like you can't speak what you feel. So it comes out through emotions. Um, And especially as a teenager, that's hard. And that's why friends are actually so important to teenagers because they're the ones that you feel like you relate to. They're the ones that you feel like can understand you. And it's because they do. But that's also why you don't want to talk to um, very many other people, especially people who are not your own age, because it's hard to comprehend that they can get you or understand you. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's really good. It's a good thing to have those friends and learn how to be independent because you're not always going to live with your parents. You're not always going to have someone there all the time. So it's good to start like reaching out and getting advice from other people and creating new connections. It's part of growing up. It's not a bad thing. I mean, as a parent, sometimes it's hard because you're like, why don't you want to hang out with us anymore? Why do you always want to be with your friends? But it really is you becoming more dependent. Well, and it's you learning who you are and what you like and what you want to do and expressing yourself in an individual type of way. And yeah, you are. You're becoming more independent. You're growing up, even if it doesn't seem like it sometimes. So hopefully with this podcast, our like main why, which if you've listened to some of our other ones, we talk about the power of why a lot. But hopefully with this one, we can just help someone out there. That's all we want to do is to be able to help someone get through something they're going through and i mean if you have questions again reach out like we we plan to do one of these every week especially during the summertime it's really difficult during the school year if we got questions we answered them and maybe even um you know in the future if we get questions maybe we'll just do little short mini um episodes where we just answer a question here or there and kick it out there to you guys um but like share your questions, share your stories. We're, we want to, we want to help you guys. And I know like in my classroom and I'm sure just like in yours, you know, you can ask a question, you know, kids have answers or, you know, they have questions themselves, but nobody wants to be the first to go. Yeah. We would love to hear some of your stories and share them. If you want to like leave a review or the, like send us an email saying, Oh, I experienced that before. And this is my story. We'll, We'll share those. We won't share who you are. Well, we'll we'll share them if you would like us to. Um, You can also write stories just to reach out. Um, And if you don't want your story talked about, then just let us know. Yeah, but it's good. It's good for other teens to know they're not alone. They're not going through these difficult things all by themselves. There's other people going through them. Yeah, yeah, for real, for sure. All right, so our topic of tonight is not fun what he's looking at me like i'm crazy person right now i would never do that (laughs) (laughs) yeah right all the time all the time that's just because that's a reflection of how she feels about herself that's not how i feel about her hey sometimes i feel like a crazy person it's okay but she's not anyway our topic of tonight (laughs) is it your time what are you doing with your time and not the time you're growing in your garden that you're so excited about like i am (laughs) well i mean 
I don't know. The analogy for this is is like be where you are. Take yeah. advantage of the time that you have where you are. And what that quote means, be where you are, is and I, I've told my students this time and time again, I think, but um, you know, if you're at your brother's football game, then be there. Put your phone down, be in the moment, see what there is to learn in that moment, see what there is to enjoy in that moment. Because the fact of the matter is you're not guaranteed any more time on this earth. You're not guaranteed another sunrise. You're not guaranteed another sunset. And I know that sounds bleak, but we never know. So just take advantage of every moment that you're given because you just never know. Yeah, especially with what's going on this last week in our world. How many shootings have happened? Oh my goodness, in a neighborhood or in a neighbor town to us. It's just a small little town, but they've had three shootings in four, a week. Four deaths. Yeah, but three shootings. Well, three one... incidences, but four deaths, right? Yeah. And one of them was from um, two really young people. It's, it's, it's just crazy. You just, you just never know. So be where you are. Like we were at an event earlier today, actually. Um, and there were a bunch of kids in this event and there was a row of kids and all of them the entire time what was it 40 minutes glued to their phone never looked up never said anything never participated was never present and there was a speaker who was giving you know some really cool backstory and advice on things and whatnot but it just it, it boggles my mind sometimes just because like I get it like phones are you know a big part of who we are but if you don't take your gaze away from them you might think oh yeah I'm listening but you're not really so just be there I mean if you're in a moment that doesn't matter if you're you know sitting at home taking a break or but you know be on your phone but like if you're at something if you take time to dress up and go somewhere or like if you go to a movie, I mean, are you going to be on your phone in a movie theater while you watch a movie or are you going to watch a movie? Be where right? you are. But some people do. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, we just went to uh, Top Gun the other day and somebody like answered their phone in the middle in of the, the movie. In the middle of the movie. And you could hear the speaker oh. on the other end of their phone. It was like, oh my goodness, really? But anyway. Yeah, that one, I don't know. Answering your phone in the movie. Don't do that, okay? There's my advice for the day. Don't answer your phone in the middle of a movie. Well, in reality, stay off your phone unless you absolutely need to be on it. It's like like with our with our son last night when we were going to the movie, remember? We're driving down the road and he's like, oh crap, I forgot my phone. And I said, it's okay, you don't need it. And he got pretty frustrated. Remember what he said? No. I don't remember what he said. He goes, I just want to go home and go to bed. I don't even need to go. I didn't even need to go. Just drop me off here. Because he couldn't be without his phone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, phones, they're so distracting. I read a story once of like a lady who went well watching and she had to get the perfect picture with her phone of the whale to show her family or something. Do you remember this? Uh -uh. And she missed like everything else going on because she was so focused on her phone and getting that picture for like social media or her family that she didn't just enjoy the moment. And I've tried really hard because I love taking pictures, but I've tried really hard to 
just enjoy what's going on instead of worrying about capturing it. Yeah, be where you are. Yeah, be where you are. I was trying to look up this really cool thing I read on social media, but I can't find it. On her phone. I know, I'm sitting here on no, my phone. No, in reality, guys, we're not trying to criticize about no. being on phones. That's not the point of this. It's just taking advantage of those moments because you never know when you're going to have one that could really just alter the way you think, the way you feel, or the way you see things. Um, or maybe just be a really sweet moment that you cherish. You just never know. And if you're always on your phone, you, you're you going to miss it. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. It was really good about relating like how many minutes you have in a day or seconds. It's like 86,000 seconds or maybe it's way more than that. I don't remember. It's a lot of seconds. And it related it to money. And if one person like took that dollar from you, you wouldn't sit and worry about getting that one dollar back. You would focus on having the rest of your money. But sometimes we get so caught up in something, so caught up in what one person said or what we read on social media or what we heard from someone else that we waste tons of our time worrying about that when we still have the rest of the day that we could be choosing to be positive. It was kind of a cool analogy because if you had that much money and someone took one dollar, they took one second of your time, called you one mean name, would you like sit and worry about getting that one dollar or would you enjoy your $85,999? Yeah, see, that's pretty good, huh? Yeah, that's a good analogy. I mean, it reminds me of um, really something I want to talk about in another podcast, but what? about not getting angry about, or like if you get angry about something, how you allow that yeah. to affect you. Yeah, but for sure. That's another thing, I think. So what are you guys going to do this summer? What are you going to spend your time doing? How are you going to make the very most of the summer? Because guess what? If you are a teenager and you're listening... You are not going to be a teenager for very long. This is kind of a fun time where you're going to be more wow. independent, but still have like the comfort of your home and the like, you're not maybe, hopefully you're not like super worried about finances that comes later. So what are you going to choose to do this summer? How are you going to spend your time? Well, enjoy it. Number one, yeah. I mean, I, that reminds me of a student that I have who he uh, he's a good kid, but he isn't super worried about school. He's more worried about like he wants to work. Mm -hmm. And I told him, I'm like, dude, like you're so young, you'll have the rest of your life to work. Enjoy what you've got right now. Like you guys, time goes by so fast. Mm -hmm. Like I remember, I just remember. I remember August like it was yesterday when we started our new school year, and now it's over. It's done. I know. Those kids are gone. It goes so quick. Guys, enjoy the time you've got. Like, do something for yourself. Go have fun. I mean, if you want to get a job or something like that, get a job. But if you spend all your time working, then you can't enjoy your money because you're only ever working. Like, what's the point of it? It's true. Yeah. Our son said to us how he's going to be like, so busy this summer. He's going to have no time to hang out with friends. 
and I said, you think, you really think, because he, like, plays the piano, and he does football, and he has to earn money for a trip we're going on, and he so you really think you're going to spend the same amount of time that you would in school on those things? You really think you're going to spend six hours a day? He's like, well, no. I'm like, exactly. So I think a lot of time is perspective. Well, the analogy you gave about the school day was really good. What? So she said, she's like, like dude, like you spent every day, you know, seven hours a day or whatever it is at school. And you still had plenty of time to spend with your friends. You still had plenty of time to go hang out. Mm -hmm. You still had plenty of time to go to the store or go to movies or whatever else you wanted to do. You still had time for all of that. And you were at school five days a week, seven hours a day, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But now, summertime, it's like you've got a couple hours here or there. He's got, what, a couple hours literally every day that he'll be doing football, for example. But it's not seven. He's no. still going to have more time. But for some reason, he... I guess I probably think the same thing because I mean I oh, coach I, do the same thing I coach too. football and I'm like oh summer's gonna be my time off I'm like nope I got something literally every day and every weekend but the amount of time that I have free compared to what I have normally during the school year for example is so much less I have so yeah. much more free time and that's why I said I think it's perspective because I mean I'm I'm getting my like yoga certification this summer so i get to teach yoga i'm so excited yeah she's gonna be we a yogi a, i'm gonna be a yogi we're gonna have to do a podcast on yoga and the benefits of it because that's interesting that'll be all her but you've done yoga before it's true Admit but i don't know how you talk right about here. doing stretches over a no, podcast. no 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 we would talk about like <laughs> mindset and stress and meditation it's and true that. flexibility though makes an old person feel younger well, and it helps athletes not get injured. Anyway, it's we're not true. talking it's about true. that. So I am doing that in two days a week. I have class from 10 a.m. till 4 p.m., six hours. And I'm kind of dying like, oh, my gosh, this is like taking on my whole entire summer. And I've had to really put it into perspective. Okay, it's only six weeks of my summer and it's only two days a week. I still have plenty of time. And it's only till 4 p.m., which oftentimes I would get home at 4 p.m. from school. Well, but also, what do you get to do with that certification? Oh, I'm stoked about it. What do you get to do? I get to teach yoga next year to my ninth grade students. And what's your hope to, you know, for teaching yoga? Like, what do you hope to accomplish? Like my really dream with it? Yeah. You want me to share sure. my dream with everyone? Well, there's a purpose. I'm getting to something here. Well, I don't know if you even know this. Well, let's Maybe all find we're out together. Be so, okay, let's find out together. I have on my bucket list item, I have a list of things that I really want to like just accomplish in life. And one of them is to be able to get like a yoga slash trauma program to juvenile delinquents and show them how yoga can help them with trauma like nate said earlier those kids that are acting out they have probably gone through something they're probably going through something i don't think kids just end up in juvie because they have this perfect wonderful life you know with supportive parents and no they've obviously gone through something so overall one day i would love to teach yoga 
in a juvie, which if you don't know what that is, that's like a gel for teenagers. Oh, I think they'll know. But (laughs) by teaching a class at a juvenile detention, what do you hope to accomplish? I want to help kids. I want to help them be able to recover and lead successful lives and not, I feel like our like system, our prison system isn't, it's more of a consequence rather than a, what's the word? Rehabilitation. Rehabilitation. I want to show that you can rehabilitate teens to make better choices in life if you just help them. And live better lives. So how did all that start again? What? How can you accomplish all that? Well, first, I by have doing to desire, your two, and then I have to do But by doing your two days a week, yes. six hours a day, yes. it had to start there. So you guys mm-hmm. heard all of her hopes and dreams and goals by doing this class that she's going to do. Yep. My point was, now going back to what it all was, is <laughs> you might think that something you're doing sucks and it's unimportant and it doesn't matter. Let's relate that to even school. But the doors that it opens down the road... First off, you can't know. It's impossible to know what a new skill or talent could really provide for you yeah. or for other people because you are wielding it as a tool or a sword or whatever. Um, but you have to go through the footwork first. So like with school, going back to that analogy, I mean, I, I heard it all year this year. And I think I think a lot of people are feeling this way. Like A lot of kids, especially where because of COVID, School's online. Kids don't have to be in school. They can take school online at home. They never have to leave their house, da 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 And then they, you know, or if they come to school, they don't have to try because whatever. Like, I know school seems really dumb for a lot of people. Like, I, I get that. Like, like our son was just talking about how he thinks school is unhealthy. You come to school early. I'm pretty sure he's stay. joking. Well, but he's mentioned it a bunch of times. The point is, the footwork that you're doing right now, the work that you're putting in right now, I know you can't possibly see it. Some of you might be able to have the foresight to see it, but it's going to bring rewards down the road that you can't possibly imagine. My life is immensely, immensely blessed because of school, because I decided to make school a priority. And I know it was for yours too. Uh, I mean, like I... I can't even believe to say that I have a master's degree. It's crazy. I never even thought ever that that would even be a possibility. If you would have told me that in high school, I would have said, I'm not even going to high school or I'm not even going. Well, actually, (laughs) I loved high school school so much. I never went. (laughs) Um, But the reality is, is. Did you really? Oh, I got locked up because of it. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I got put in juvenile detention because I did not go to school. I don't know how I did. I mean, well, in relation to that. But. See, I could have helped you with yoga. uh, Maybe. Maybe, but the point is, is if you if you would have come to me in high school and said, "Yeah, you're gonna go to college," I would have said no. I didn't even take the ACT because I wasn't gonna go to college. Really? I didn't even take it. And then as I grew up, I realized, you know what? This actually can open doors to other places and other opportunities. And it took a long time. Like I didn't graduate college till I was thirty, but my goodness, it has opened doors. And are you like so glad that you finally did? that difficult thing and you're not working in an iron pipe foundry now oh well i mean i i've worked in a lot of you know metal shops and iron foundries and i liked those jobs but the thing is i was expendable and that just means that like i was just a guy that showed up and as important as i thought i was and i actually had a pretty important job in that foundry um 
they could have had anybody do that job at any point in time. Yeah. They could have trained somebody else and I was replaceable. Um, I had nothing to fall back onto. I had nothing. And if I lost my job there, I could go to another foundry and get a job. And guess what? I get to start as a peon grunt all over again. And on top of that, you're working really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And it is taxing. And on top of that, I mean, I was working, you know, 10 hours a day, five, six days a week sometimes. I was never around. I was never around. And I thought, oh, I'm just making money. And I was. I made pretty good money. But I never saw my kids. I never did. School provided an opportunity for me that I could have never imagined. And I know for me, it it just didn't seem plausible. Even when I was working at that foundry, I was like, I don't want to go to college. What would be the point? I will make more money here than I will there. What's the point? There was no point for me. I was immature in my thinking because it has opened doors that I just can't even tell you. Yeah, so, and I think rewinding clear for back to what we were talking before is sometimes you're gonna do things and you have to put it into perspective why so over the summer you may have like sports you're playing or jobs or maybe you are going to summer school lucky you I don't know but you have to like think about the why behind it and your end goal with that well and that all starts with being where you are and that literally just means take mm-hmm. advantage of sitting in that homeroom class and the teacher sounds like Ben Stein. And if you know who Ben Stein is, go back and watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And if you don't know who that is, I feel bad for you because that movie's <laughs> great in your childhood. Like you missed something. I he, feel bad for you. I'm just kidding. But in reality, he is like in that in that movie, he is the most boring person. Like we should see if we can find a sound bite. He is the most. To do that? I, I've heard it. See if you can find one. He is the most boring person that you will ever hear in your entire life. But there's still something to be had, even in a class like that. Right? Have you ever had one of those super boring classes but still got something out of it? Or, um, like, for example, I don't love... You can just look it up. I don't love plays and things like that, like musicals. But if my kids are in them, I'll go... And I may not enjoy it, but I enjoy seeing my child enjoy it. Yeah. So with this summer, make sure that you do something that's purposeful to you. You know, and if that is going to a water park with your friends every single day because it's fun, cool, do it. And if it's that is working so that you get that experience, awesome, do it. And if it's taking a class or learning an instrument or... Whatever, just make sure it has purpose because I think oftentimes we um, do things that don't necessarily have a lot of purpose. And then, I don't know, if I wake up late and I sit on my phone and I get nothing done by the end of the day, I'm like, well, that day sucked. That wasn't the best day. But if I have like a purpose and things I want to do, then it seems a lot better to me. And with my, with our family, tomorrow morning, because that's the official first day of our summer, we... Oh yeah, it's Memorial Day. Yeah, it is Memorial Day. We will wake up and during breakfast, I'm going to ask them, what do you want to do this summer? We do this every, every oh, single yeah. summer. And we make a list. Mm-hmm. And we make a list. And sometimes the kids want to have a water fight outside and sometimes they want to go to an arcade or they want to go to a water park or 
they want to go camping, whatever it is, we will give them one thing and I write them down. And then at the end of the summer, we say like, what was your favorite part of the summer? And we look through those things and we see, oh, we did have a fun summer. Because sometimes day in and day out of a summer is like, I'm not doing anything fun. I'm not getting anything done. And so you have to, you really have to put things into perspective. And that's a lot of your attitude and your mindset with it. Well, another analogy to that would be like, you know, say that you had somebody that you really cared about and they, you know, died, which sounds sad, but here's the point. If you remember back on your experiences with them, if you remember the times you had with them, it helps you to remember the good, helps bring a smile to your face, and you can kind of overlook their loss a little bit because you remember those good times. At the end of summer, it goes so fast. It's like, my gosh, that went by so quick. And instead of focusing on all the fun times you had, you're just looking at the fact that it went by quick and you feel like you squandered it. But in reality, if you actually write things down or have a list or a set of goals or something that you want to accomplish from now until August or September or whenever you go back to school, um, you can feel accomplished and feel like you did something worthwhile as opposed to just wasted a few months. Yeah, and even when it's not summer, this is really good too. You know, you could say this month I want to accomplish this or whatever. So I think a lot of your time is be present, be where you are. You know, if you are at your little brother's baseball game, put your phone down and cheer for him and he will be so excited. Our youngest son, our older son came to his baseball game and never oh, yeah. have I seen him swing so fiercely and run so and fast. Run so fast. So oh, he was so excited that his brother was there. And if my older son just sat like on his phone the whole time, that probably would have been really hard for him. Well, yeah, um, it was actually a really fun thing. And that reminds me of a story that I heard. Um, he, the, this guy was, was talking about how um, one summer he was determined to make it as fun as possible for his kids. So they went on road trips and went you know, to faraway places and went to beaches and went to pools and did all these fun, fun things and just really had a knockout, busy, really fun summer. And spent a lot of money. And spent a lot mm -hmm. of money. And at the end of the summer, he went up to his oldest son. He was like, so I'm just curious, like, what was your favorite part of all of those activities we did? And he replied, well, Dad, it was the night that we laid out on the lawn and talked about what I felt like or and my goals in life. So that was my favorite time. And that really, you know, think about that. That's being in the moment, really. I mean, you don't have to have all these grand plans and big things that you're going to do to have fun. Sometimes it's the most simple things that are actually the best. And usually that is when you take advantage of the moment. For sure. The time that you have, whatever it may be. Well, and you can choose to grumble about going somewhere with your family. But if you choose to just have fun and be in the moment, it really can be a lot of fun. My student council class, they all had to do, they had to plan an activity <laughs> and we did the activity in class. Mm -hmm. And one student, um, she said, we are going to learn a dance. I walked into their class this day <laughs> and it was the most horrific thing I've ever seen in my life. It was wonderful. Horrific. 
And I and some <laughs> kids are kind of a little grumbly about it. And me, I'm like stoked, you know, because that is my love language, dancing and being crazy. Yes. And yes, so we learned and it's these little kids singing with these little funny actions. And we all had so much fun doing it. I would say most of us. I, I only paid attention to the kids having fun. But we really did. And it really was just being in the moment. You know, not worrying about anything else and just having fun. I well, I forgot a lot of their activities, which is sad. I'd have to ask them, like, what activity did you do? But her activity, I didn't forget it because we were all laughing and all just having so much fun. Um, well, that reminds me that there is, like, usually to have fun, you have to put yourself outside of your comfort zone. Like if you're always comfortable, it's not as fun as it could be. Like I'm thinking about there's a there's a water park near where we live, um, and there's a slide that is like straight up and down. I love much. that you're doing a hand action right now. Well, I'm doing I don't it know if you know you, that they can't see you. They can <laughs> I'm doing it towards her. But anyway, um, so that maybe she'll know the one I'm talking about. I know exactly. But when you're the point about. is, is, I mean, I remember going on that slide when I was a kid and I was mm -hmm. terrified until I went. And then, you know, it's, it's actually quite fun. But then like with our kids, they're terrified mm -hmm. until they go. The point is, is once you put yourself outside of your comfort zone and actually do something, it can be really fun. But that takes me back to the, so put your phone down. Yeah, because it's comfortable to sit behind your phone. No, it is. It's it comfort is. It's comforting. It's it's like it's like pulling the blanket over your head when you're scared at nighttime in bed. Like it, it provides like blinders and you can just kind of mm -hmm. zone in on something. It's a comfort zone. Put it down, put yourself in a uncomfortable situation and see if you can turn it into something fun. But you can only do that by being where you are. Like yep. literally being there. Try to make yeah. the most of it. And your mindset. I mean, you can be somewhere and grumble about it it's true it's true you just gotta try to enjoy life because you only get this day once you only no, get it once and you only get this year once and you only get these teenage years once and mm -hmm. you got to find the silver lining like and i promise you guys there is always a silver lining in everything um and i know that's really hard to imagine sometimes and i think i've brought it up i don't know but like with even the worst things there's a silver lining so like with Corey, like, so my, with my dad being, with my dad dying, um, and the way that he did, um, he was shot and it was terrible, but I have gotten to know him so much better in death than I ever did in life. And I know that that sounds weird, but like after he died, the stories that came out about him, who he was, the things that he did behind the scenes, um, it just, it opened my eyes that I, I, I just couldn't possibly have known those things if he were around because he was so quiet about who he was. And I'm not saying that I am glad that I got to trade him for those stories because I'm not, but it happened. And so if you look to find good in a situation rather than wallow in it, in the bad that it was, you're a happier person. Yeah. So look for the silver lining because it's there and it's helped me to become a better person. Yep. Any final words for them for their? Well, what this is, this is week one of season one 
or season two. Oh, you forgot already. I didn't forget. I remember. Week one, season one, it rhymes, you know. Season two, episode one. Um, so, I mean, questions, comments, concerns, stories, whatever, please, you know, share them with us. Yeah, scenarios. Maybe like, oh my gosh, my friend did this and give us the whole entire story. That's fun. And then say, don't share my name or don't, we will keep your It'll be anonymous. Anonymous if you want us to. There's a lot of power in suffering together, mm -hmm. if you will. Like you're not alone. There are more people in your boat with you than you possibly realize. And if you are willing to be open about what you're going through, then you'll realize, and so will somebody else, that, hey, yeah, I'm not alone in this. So. Yeah. So our email, what is it? I even, I forget now. Realadvice4teens at gmail.com. That's the number four. And how do you spell advice? Are you kidding? I won the spelling bee a as a kid. Oh, Did yeah? you win the spelling bee? Yeah. No. K-A-T. I'm out of here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a comedian says that. You, If you I, don't know how to spell advice, look it up. I'm just getting A-D-V-I-C-E. Yes. Realadvice14s at gmail.com. I, I was looking at it today. I haven't had an email since November. Oh, guys. Come on. I mean, but... You haven't posted anything on Instagram since like... Okay, I was going to ask them, what should we post on Instagram? Do you want quotes? Do you want pictures of our crazy life? Do you maybe, want... I mean, maybe you could do that. I could post pictures of my children and what they do every single day. I mean, life is very entertaining here at our house. <laughs> is it not? I mean, today, what were our little boys doing? They filled a sock with socks and then and swung, swung it around, it around and and hitting and each other with them. <laughs> but they used their big brother's really expensive socks, so he was pissed. <laughs> See, never a dull moment at our house. So maybe I will. Maybe I'll just start posting random well, things. Well, like this morning, your dad gave the kids the sugar daddy suckers, the yeah, big ones. Yeah. Corey was eating that at 7 o'clock this morning. Heck yeah, he was. Let's and, rot those teeth. Oh, yeah. It's like, really? Seven o'clock. Yeah, and Corey, then I Corey, mean, Corey's our youngest. He's yeah. named after my dad. Yeah, he's our baby. Today he hates life because <laughs> he didn't get more caramel popcorn. Yeah. You know, life's pretty tough as the baby. I was the baby. Yeah. Well. Let's make a podcast about that. A oldest child, middle child, baby. And have to get a middle middle child on. Here we can get our kids to talk about each one. Yeah. That'd be fun. Okay, anyway, have a great summer. Maybe you don't even have summer. I don't know. Have a great... Week? Week, yes. Well, I mean, kids up north are still in school till the first week in June. Are they? Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Up north of where we live. Yeah, but just make the most out of it this week, you know? Choose a good mindset. Try to find that silver lining. Mm -hmm. Maybe even share stories about silver linings that you found or... Um, even other stories of how po this podcast or other podcasts have helped you so that we can share them. Yeah. And remember to share this with other kids, other people, um, help us get the word out. If it helped you, maybe it can help somebody else. All right. Thanks guys. See you later.